Welcome to ContenderCast, a leadership conversation centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. It's Justin Hahnemann on the ContenderCast for shining a light on bright ideas. And today we're talking about one of my favorite topics, and that is how to take your creativity and bring it to life in products. And on the podcast today is Marco Perry. He's one of the co-founders of Pensa. Marco, thanks so much for jumping on the podcast. Yeah, thanks so much. I'm excited. Yeah, I'm so excited. So you and your wife launched this business, Pensa, um, visionary product design firm. I love this idea. How did you, though, get it started uh, back in the days when you were in your Brooklyn apartment? Yeah, um, it was tough. You know, I had an um, engineering consulting business and I had a lot of uh, clients. But what we were doing was uh, basically fixing a lot of people's problems. You know, we were sort of like the unscrewer uppers. Somebody would be behind schedule and call us or somebody would uh, almost be ready to launch and find a serious problem. And they would bring us in to fix things. Um, but I didn't really want to be in the fix-it business. Uh, I really wanted to, you know, be in the invention business and bring it up right. uh, to market. So the, really, the thing to do is to uh, swim upstream a bit, you know, get in, get into the client when you're in uh, early stages of thinking of what to do. And uh, really, in order for us to do that, we had to rethink the business, and it was really kind of uh, it took a, a leap of faith, but we had to kind of like fire our existing clients and find oh, a whole geez. new set of clients. Well, that's yeah. not easy, right? I mean, because don't you need like the revenue from existing clients while you're getting into the new business, or did you find you just had to kind of cut and go in the new space altogether? You you do need yeah you <laughs> and you have to like tread that line a little bit because you're like you know right now I'm really really busy with existing clients are keeping the lights on and then I have to still at the same time try to land the next one. Sure. Um, so there's this some lean years because you, you have to, you know, if you don't have that pain of like, it, I really, really need to land a different client uh, or else the lights will go off. But uh, at the same time, we bought a, a overpriced Brooklyn apartment, had a baby. <laughs> um, Great timing on everything, and, right? Yeah. We got kind of kicked out of our, first space so that we ended up in our apartment uh yeah it was i wouldn't do it that way uh i would do it a different way <laughs> well i love it and so you and your wife kathy uh started this design firm your background is industrial design which i think is awesome and of course perfect for this space and i'm guessing you're maybe the creative idea guy and she's more of the ops person how did you get how have you guys figured out your roles in the business yeah so i I do have a design and engineering background. Uh, she has a background in running creative services. Oh, uh, very good. Uh, so we we work together at a at a design agency. Um, and when I wanted to rethink the business, she had finished her MBA and wanted to start a business. Really, I wanted a job. I was about to throw in the towel, but she told me to give it another go. <laughs> and look uh, where you guys are today, right? I mean, pretty amazing. Yeah. <laughs> So you, you make this decision that you know we, we can't continue to play in this space or just responding to needs from others. We want to go upstream. So what was the next step? How did you go about finding that first or second client and then getting engaged and building around that? So this kind of business is very much bootstrapped. Uh, so the thing to do is just you know knock on a lot of doors. I went to trade shows and I met a lot of people. And I, I gave him my pitch of what, I, what we were really good at. Um, at the same time, to help out is like uh, I, I brought in designers to do the design and creativity part from the visual, and 
I worked more on the strategy and the engineering side, and I had some engineering people. So uh, we built it from there. Wow. And uh, but but really, it was like walk a lot of shows, you know. Amazing. And did you find that there were certain products or areas you specialized in initially and then have grown from from that initial focus? Yeah, a lot of people in this business, you know, they want to see themselves in something that you've done. Uh, so that makes it kind of tough, too, because it might be a conflict of interest. You know, you're not going to do something exactly like your prior client for your next client because you won't get a third one. Um, so, (laughs) you know, if you go to a hardware show, you have to be a hardware designer. And then when you go to a furniture show, you're a furniture designer. Well, and, and so uh, over time now, I'm sure you developed a process for looking at new concepts or ideas and deciding whether to bring them on as projects or, or even clients, right. And then bringing them through the whole product design development tests and launch process. So how does that work for you guys? Really, what we will try to figure out is that there's a balance between um, for for our clients or even some of our own internal projects. You know, there's you know the addressable market, whether it's there, whether the idea has some legs, whether it's going to be complex to to develop and have high capital uh, investment to to launch the first one, and you sort of balance what the risk and reward is. You know, what's the size of the prize? Uh, and but a lot of that, I would say is frankly a lot more intuitive than Excel-based. Uh, probably should We have a very good intuition, let's see. Absolutely. Well, one of the products that you guys have developed on your own is DIYer. And this is the first ever tabletop printer that bends wire. So talk about this product. And where did the idea come from? And how have you brought it to market? I mean, now it's being used by MIT, NASA, Smithsonian. I mean, pretty amazing. Yeah, so we have uh, in-house a lot of digital fabrication tools, you know, CNC mills, laser cutter, 3D printers, you know, they're all really good at volumes or planes. And we had these issues where we were making prototypes, we needed wire forms, lines, so uh, we actually had a bunch of motors and motor controllers in the uh, leftover from a project. And we're like, why don't we make one of these? Because we need one for a project. And so we did. Um, and with you know zero intention to bring it to market. And then we just kind of showed it to some people. We got some press. And then people said <laughs> so they wanted to buy it. And we, we were like, no, we just wanted to show you it. Like, we don't sell these things. <laughs> um, wow. <laughs> so we got so many requests. We're like, well... I still was very, very skeptical because this is one of these things where it's very complex to really sure. get this thing to work well sure. and have a great experience. And uh, and so we, we said, well, let's put it up on Kickstarter. And I honestly did that almost to just prove it to the staff that, you know, that despite the fact that there's a lot of excitement, there, that there's not going to be a lot of people who are going to actually open up their pocketbooks to, to buy one. And uh, at the time, like people were setting about twenty five thousand as a as their funding sure. uh, site. Now, of course, it's much higher. Sure. Uh, so I said, "Look, I'm going to set it at a hundred thousand." And it was sort of like punitive. Like you see, we, <laughs> right. we're never going to make it. Right. And we we reached a hundred thousand within a day. Oh and I'm my like, gosh. Damn. Now we have to. Now we, now have, we have to, to do it. it. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny, actually. Wow! And then yeah. it's. I mean, so we did. it's evolved from there, right? I mean, uh, I mean, not only past the Kickstarter yeah. and being used by these major institutions now. Yeah, I mean, I was sitting here thinking, like, okay, we need to make a prototype. So this is why I made it. But how many people are like me? And then in the end, people are using it for education, orthodontics, automotive, aerospace, medical. We we just did some spinal implants. 
uh, you know, like I, I just did some ski edges for uh, <laughs> a custom snowboards and wow. I was like, Oh, I, I don't even think of those things as, as wire, but yeah, we can do that. Uh, eyeglasses we've done. So it, it, it evolved and it went in areas that we never thought it would go. And it sort of fits in an, in an interesting space that we didn't really actually say. I would love to say I was so smart that I knew about this space. <laughs> right. But that's not really what happened. No, and it's an interesting and unique product. It's not easily replicated. You know what I mean? It's It's got complexity to it that I could see that having a, a really powerful niche. And uh, you guys that are listening can check it out. Uh, check out this product and others at pensalabs.com. Um, so I, I, in what would you say... Marco has been one of your favorite projects to work on. If you think about the things that you're most passionate about, something that really has brought joy for you as you've worked through the process with the product. I really love working on our own internal projects. I mean, the original idea of, of creating a consultancy was to create a, a, a brain trust that we could then tap into to do our own projects. Uh, that way, you know, they're constantly being um, uh, educated and fed by our clients by, you know, learning all sorts of stuff from there. Plus, you know, the clients pay for the, their desk and everything else. But then I could tap into those people to do what I want to do. Uh, so the first one we launched was uh, the street charge, which was uh free cell phone charging in city parks. We oh, kicked up very cool. Very, very cool. And yeah, we had them in every, every major park from Coney Island up to the Bronx, Central wow. Park, Brooklyn Bridge Park, everything. Wow. Um, that was a lot of fun. That was the first time we we really because we've done a lot of products where we would bring it up to a certain level and license it. Sure. Uh, and and that was really it was really great. You know, you, you're in the idea business, you can license them out. But it was like, well, can we can we actually launch them? So then we launched it, built that up uh, to a point, and then and then sold it. Wow. And so that was yeah, that very was very the different. The first time we're like, yeah, why don't we do that? <laughs> yes, exactly. It's not so simple, though, right? You got to have a product that that's that's the right fit for yeah. it. <laughs> the outcome. No, that's great. Uh, another thing that you guys have done, which I think is so cool, um, and you know I, what I love about you guys is you you've got amazing chemistry, obviously, with your team and the products you're developing, and then the, the structure and approach. But also, you've taken it beyond that to help others. So, talk about pancakes with Pensa. I think this is a really neat idea for um, entrepreneurs that are out there in your area. We, yeah, we get a lot of people coming in and they're just a little too early to really launch on our product, but they just need some advice. Um, and a lot of time we have the advice. A lot of time we're just making the right connection with them and somebody else. So we decided to run a consistent uh, breakfast and uh, we try to keep it really small, you know, under 10 people. So it's not like a lecture hall. Uh, and it's not a, it's not a pensa show. It's sort of like, you know, people come in. They've got questions. They they need to commiserate, and <laughs> and we'll say like, oh, we've we've seen similar challenges, or you know, Jane, here's Joe. It, you know, they it, he knows where to get some of the stuff that you're looking for. And sometimes it's very tactical. Sometimes it's really uh, strategy they're looking for. Sometimes they just need to know that other people have the same problems. You know, absolutely. And do you focus on a specific type of products? Because there might be someone with a a a you know board game idea versus someone with the next wire bending tabletop printer. I mean, do you where do you guys really f- centralize your focus? Uh, so at Pancakes, what we do is we get a lot of the requests. We try to put together common questions and we we group people that way. So if there's you know sometimes again it's like I, you know a bunch of people who are trying to get um, a, a prototypes done, meet manufacturers, and get to the next level. And so we'll group those people. Some people are trying to understand how to get a good product market fit. 
and I would group those people other times. So it's like, how do I find funding and what are they looking for? And, and so we, we tend to group on the, on the, not so much the category, but the problem, the problems or the need to get through the process yeah. or build the company. That's awesome. Well, you know, you guys have been doing this now for a number of years, looking back over that period of time, like what have been like two or three of the biggest lessons learned and in, in coaching moments I'll, I'll say that you'd share with the entrepreneurs that are listening to the podcast today. I think one of the things that I'm learning that we've completely bootstrapped this uh, and all of our internal startups, uh, as well as the consulting business. And I think a lot of people forget that that is the way most businesses are run, especially in the hardware and software space, right? Like sometimes people just open up a barbershop by taking a loan and opening up a barbershop. You know, you don't need to find funding and venture capital money and whatnot. Yeah. And I think the other thing is like, you can, you can do anything. You just, you just got to plow through it. You know, I think it was uh Churchill who said like, if, if you're in hell, if you're trying to, what is it like? If, if, if you're going through hell, keep going. Keep right? Moving. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, a lot of this is, is really, really hard. And I would say most entrepreneurs are um, optimists sure. because they, 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 they Blissful ignorance has really gotten us really, really far. But if I were to replay the tape in reverse, I would almost do none of this again. You know, it's nice to have a job. Sure. <laughs> but I'm glad we did. It's, it's, it's tough. It's, it, but it's, it's really rewarding in the end, I would say. No question. And then last, not least, what, what have you learned from a people perspective? You know, who are the right people for you guys and your team in terms of you know, finding success? I, I, I look, towards people I can really trust. You know, I could teach skills. Um, I, I, I need, I, but I can't fix, I can't fix dumb. I need smart people and I get, and I need nice people. Uh, you know, we work really hard. We may as well have fun doing it. Uh, so <laughs> right. I really make sure that we focus on that. I think that's awesome. Well, I know a lot of our listeners will be interested in connecting with you guys. What's the best way to reach out to find your work, to understand your process of how you engage with um, clients? Yeah, so our or our website is uh, pensanyc.com, like New York City, uh, or pensalabs.com. And uh, for personally, they can reach out to me directly if they want. It's uh, first letter, last name, at pensanyc.com. So mperry at pensanyc.com. Love it. Well, Marco, it's been awesome having you on the podcast. And I, I love what you guys are doing. I can't wait to see like what the products are that you guys will evolve and put out over time. And looking forward to staying in touch. Yeah, thanks so much. It's been really fun. The Contender Cast is sponsored by Henderson Shapiro Peck. You can download additional Contender Cast episodes directly via the Apple iTunes App Store, the Google Play Store, Spotify, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the Contender Cast, connect with us at contenderbrands.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender.